One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. girls who see themselves in the players on the court. This is not just a ball game. This is inspiration. I'm just here to say that jokes are funny, people. As we head into these winter months, we know we cannot be complacent. So right now we are going to continue to um, recommend masks in all schools for all um, people in those schools. And we will look forward to scaling up pediatric vaccination during this period of time. You remind me of Eddie Hatzel, you know, the guy. <laughs> the most dishonorable member of the Leave It to Beaver cast. Yeah, I'll take it, Charles. A, I like Eddie. Calling Alfredo from the Godfather. That's right. That's right. Calling me Eddie Haskell is better than calling me Fredo from the Godfather. That before t- five minutes ago, that was my favorite part of the day today. And then we saw. Okay, I, I don't care. I, I can only talk about Vito. I'm sorry. So as you guys know. Um, there was a big protest, a Netflix protest of, by all the LGBT employees and others mm-hmm. who want, who are mad because Dave, Dave Chappelle said jokes and it includes references to gay people and trans. You're not allowed to joke. They're not allowed to be joked about. So uh, there was a big rally today in L.A. And <laughs> then this viral video has come out now showing uh, this guy, a big guy, holding a sign saying, uh, I like Dave. Or we like Dave. We are. We like Dave. We like Dave. About Dave Chappelle, and uh, I think the other side might say I like jokes or something yeah. like that. Jokes it's, it's, are funny. It's something very anodyne. It's, it's something that doesn't. Nobody gets hurt. So anyway, if you've seen the video, I will go through it right here. Here's him. He's walking through there with his sign. He's not being aggressive at all. He's just a big guy, just kind of walking through, saying I like Dave. I like jokes. But they are all around him. They are surrounding him. At one point, that's him. That's Vito. At one point, Vito with the I Like Dave uh, placard. A big, brutish guy next to him rips his sign from him, casts it to the ground. It's on a stick, by the way, the sign, and mm-hmm. stomps it. Stomps it. And he's just kind of taking it all in stride, being uh, having good humor about the whole thing. 
So now that's somebody literally screaming, he's got a weapon because they ripped his sign off of his stick and he was still holding the stick and the angry trans protesters called him out and said, he's got a weapon in a very professional protester kind of way. He had the stick previously. It just had a sign on it. They ripped the sign off. He's just holding his stick like you'd hold a staff. There's no weapon. And they are unbelievably now all yelling, he's got a weapon. He's got a weapon. So he throws his weapon to the ground now. Yep, he dropped his weapon. <laughs> He's been disarmed. Yes, they're all over him. <laughs> then this woman comes up to him. They're all they've all lost their minds. These are these are crazy zombified people. They've all lost his mind. Then this person, I cannot identify anything more than this is a person, I believe, comes up to him in his face, <clears throat> shaking a tambourine and saying he needs to repent. I'm just here to say that jokes are funny, people. Dave funny guy. I'm just here to say jokes are funny. Dave Chappelle is a funny guy. This <clears throat> this uh, angry being is in front of him saying, Repent, mf -er, Repent, mf -er, And she gets more and more uh, frenzied. I love Dave. I don't know why all the violence. I don't know why I hate. I just love Dave You hear this person? The more he says the name, the crazier they get. Listen. He's joking then laughing. I want my stick because they took his stick from him because it was a dangerous weapon. This guy does this whole thing with humor, shows a contrast between somebody who's reasonable, saying something normal, like <laughs> uh, I like Dave. And jokes are and, funny. Yes, exactly. To these rabid crazies. <laughs> it's only him and one other guy. His, his guy does a po host a podcast with him, um, and uh, and so here's another part, just some more uh, some some audio for you guys of uh, of him talking. Another part of the protest. <laughs> He likes Dave. I'm in charge of the protest now. <laughs> I'm in charge. Then Black Lives Matter comes. Black Lives Matter. He joins right in. So anyway, uh, this guy just made my day. And Alice, too, you sent me this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just made our day. And I, you know, I, I was poking through, going scrolling through a bunch of his videos, a bunch, a bunch of videos of him, etc., and bumped into his. He retweeted something. The actual man himself. His name is Vito Giswaldi. Uh, how did he say to say it? It is Giswaldi. Yeah. Giswaldi. Uh, that's uh, on Twitter at Vito, G E S U A L D I. He's got all sorts of stuff. He's a comedian. He's on Patreon on, as the Vito Show. 
podcast is called The Biggest Problem Dot Show. <clears throat> He's got YouTube stuff. Just find him on um, uh, at uh, at Vito Giswaldi or YouTube.com forward slash Vito. I actually followed him before and I didn't connect you with been him. You've eager until, to say this. I know. Uh, so I was excited because then I wanted to look for his account. I was like, oh, I already follow him. Look at that. So okay. I didn't recognize him because his avatar is a cartoon. So I didn't know it was the same person because I just assumed that <laughs> okay, people look Alice. like their avatar. There you go. Alice is very cool if you guys didn't know. She was <laughs> in the ground floor of Loving Vito before I did. Anyway, I messaged him and said, hey, we're about to record the podcast. Will you come on? He said, absolutely, sure. I can't believe this. This guy is so great. I get the feeling that he's going to be a, a big deal very soon. I think that he'll be doing the circuit. Uh, anyway, so we just spoke to him. He was a hell of a guy. So I'm going to, um, I'm just going to throw it away. Yes. Okay. We uh, we just spoke to him, got off the the, uh, the Zoom meeting with him, I guess, uh, just a couple of minutes ago. Uh, and uh, it, it was... He was as funny as could be, as pleasant as I could be. Just a hell of a guy. This guy has saved it, made our day. Here is Vito Giswaldi. I don't know if I've ever been so thrilled to talk to somebody before. We've talked to all sorts of people, newsmakers, newsmakers, etc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vito Giswaldi has changed the direction of my day. And I get the feeling, Vito, the direction of your life may be changed. What a day you had. <laughs> it really... Uh... Could not have gone. I don't know. Better, worse. It's it's a it's a day of changes for all of us, I guess. So is the, the way to put it, as we've been talking about, Netflix had their big walkout today. The employee out and walkout. They're mad that Dave Chappelle told jokes, and yes, so they had a big gathering in L.A. somewhere. And Vito, what made you decide to go? Well, I had heard about the protest. I'm obviously look. I'm a comedian. I'm a guy. I make my life from jokes on the internet, whatever I do. And when I see a bunch of people who go, we're going to take one of the greatest comedians of all time and try to tear him down for doing what a comedian does, telling jokes. I get a little worried because I go, look, Chappelle's got enough money to ride through any wave he wants, but if they can cancel that guy, I'm next. Okay, I'm oh. next in line. So I said, I love comedy. I mean, and I have nothing against these these uh, communities who say they're being trampled on. But I also think you got to take a joke. So uh, me, I called up a buddy. I said, listen, we got to go to this protest. We got to show our support for Dave. And we weren't hateful about it. We said, let's make some signs. And our signs said, we like jokes. We like Dave. Uh, jokes are funny. And Dave is funny. We thought those were very simple, you know, neat little messages of Support and love, and uh, unfortunately, people did not agree. People were very mad at us. Uh, apparently, if you carry a sign that says, I like Dave, you have to repent, MFR. That's what I learned today. There was a lot of yelling. Repent repent was a, was a phrase that was yelled in my face by a lady with a tambourine. And uh, I don't know what she wants me to repent for. I, I didn't do anything. If anything, Dave should repent. But I don't even think Dave should repent. All right. Repent. I'm just here. I got a sign that says I like Dave. I mean, so we're talking. That's so wrong. Vito Giswaldi. He's the guy who had this sign who later had a dangerous weapon. We'll get there in a second. Um, oh, yeah. Follow him. Follow him at Vito Giswaldi. V-I-T-O-G-E-S-U-A-L-D-I. Also, um, YouTube.com forward slash Vito, the biggest show, uh, sorry, biggest problem dot show on Yeah, Patreon. biggest problem podcast and YouTube.com slash Vito is probably the easiest places to find me. You got so much going on. That's great. Okay, so you get there. And one of the things I notice about you is that you're saying very basic thing things like, I like jokes. I like comedy. <laughs> I like things like that. It's never... Yeah. 
I, there was no incitement, you know, you know, uh, comedy over trans rights. There's all it was. No, they th- were messages of love and acceptance, just for comedians. I mean. They wanted to have their little meeting where nobody showed up to show support for Dave and they had their little right. quiet. And I'm like, listen, man, we're not going to be quiet about it. We like jokes. We like Dave. All right. There's there's a different side of this story that you have to acknowledge that people love comedy. Comedy brings us together. Yes. And you can't just expect us all to stand by and go, no, it's fine. Delete. Get rid of all the comedy. It's fine. We'll just stand here and clap. And uh, no, we're going to get a little, you know, hey, we like jokes. Jokes are, you know, <laughs> we. We were, we were pretty respectful, I thought. I don't think we deserved what we got in return, which was a little violent, a little out of control. <laughs> How uh, many of you went down there? A little there? much. How many of you went down there together? Uh, it was just me and my co-host from the Biggest Problem podcast, my good friend Dick Masterson. Called him up the night before, and I'm like, we, we should go to this protest. And then we drove. We made little signs, had a little arts and crafts project in the Target parking lot. And we showed up with our little uh, our little our crafts project. People did not like our signs. No, I don't know what we did. We're trying to we're trying to get people to laugh. So, Sorry. So, so these signs were made with your own money too, correct? You didn't. That's the you're thing. not an yes. astroturf movement where Dave Chappelle bankrolled some or, you no, know, fancy no, signs been, no or something. No, Dave Chappelle protest buses rolling up. Uh, and if there is, I want in on that check because I didn't get one. <laughs> No, I'm out. I'm out. The what do you call it? I spent like 30 bucks at Target. I got the good markers. You know, you ever buy one of those big Sharpies? They're like three bucks. So, yeah. So at some at some point, a, a Black Lives Matter protester comes in, kind of joins you. Is that what happened? And then you joined in with a Black Lives Matter chant. Was yeah. That- oh, that's the other thing is. So, yeah, we're, we're yelling. We love jokes. Jokes are great. I'm, I'm up, you know, holding my sign. Yeah. And she jumps up and she goes, Black Lives Matter. I'm like, you're absolutely right. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Me and Dick. I mean, here's the other thing. Everybody assumes we're some like raging, angry, whatever. Dude, we went out for the Black Lives Matter protests. We were live streaming them. Dick got shot by a rubber bullet, man. So we took one for the team. Oh, yeah. He was complaining about it. He kept it as a souvenir. He's like, look. I took one for the cause. I'm like, hey, where'd he go, brother? You know, so so I mean, he's more of a conservative. He's a he's yeah. a Trump guy, but I'm a Biden voting liberal. When we're you know both sides of this issue, we go. I don't know, man. They're just jokes. We're just trying to have fun. So Can don't you- assume that this is some sort of hate monger, whatever thing that we're just out there to take people's rights away. It could be further from the truth. When she starts yelling, "Black Lives Matter," yeah, I went around with her. I'm like, yeah, Black Lives Matter. Of course they do. But trans lives matter. They all matter. Of course, I have nothing against any of them. (laughs) Only now, only in 2021 can I like jokes make you a proud boy white supremacist. That's it doesn't matter. And so is Chappelle now, too, as a matter of fact. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm like they're going to make hashtag. We love jokes. They're going to say that's hate speech right there. Like it's coming. I see right now people are tweeting. Uh, we like Dave. Hashtag we like Dave, which yes. is one part of our sign. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, they're going to shut that down. Oh. That's going to be the new phrase you can't say. Yes, mm-hmm. that's a, it's code. A dog whistle. Yes, it's a, racist it's a dog, dog whistle. whistle. Of course like- it is. So, so we you- only communicate in secret <laughs> messages, us hate mongers. So you- we always got a little codes and decoder rings. So no, at one point, some, on. some big uh, cretin grabs your <laughs> grabs your hate sign from you. And, right and stomps on it at, at any point uh did he say anything to you other than calling you an a-hole at any point did he communicate everyone was yelling at me yeah. i don't know exactly who was saying what i'm just kind of i let's put it this way i've been to protests before i actually have a protest video i uh 
Do you remember when Kendall Jenner did that Pepsi ad where she brought Pepsi to a protest? Mm-hmm. So I made a video. Uh, maybe you forgot about it, but basically she gives a Pepsi to a cop and the whole protest. It's like, oh, there's peace and love between all of us. Well, it was very and controversial. I made a video. Yeah, I made a video where I was like, well, what would happen if you brought Pepsi to a protest? And the answer is Antifa just starts throwing it at people. Oh, of course. So it did not work the way it did in the commercial. So I've dealt with. I'm like, look, Antifa's there, whoever these, you know, who, whatever side it is. There's going to sometimes people get a little carried away and start breaking your stuff. And you got to go. All right. It's just a sign. I'm going to step back. Clearly, there's some emotions here. And uh, yeah, he ripped the sign out of my hands. He snapped it in half, left me standing with a uh, broken stick, which as I'm sure you, you enjoyed yes. the next part there oh. where they go. I'm holding the leftover part of my sign that they have snapped in half and they go, look, he's got a weapon. He's got a weapon. And I went along with it. I'm like, he's got a weapon. What are you talking about? I, got I have half a sign. And then they I'm demanded, not a violent person. And they demanded that you drop the weapon, which you did. I asked. I said, they said, drop your weapon. I said, would you like me to drop my weapon? Which is a, a whatever, a dowel. A it was dowel a sign until Depot. they got done with it. No. And I, was, I wasn't swinging it around or anything. I just, I lit, I went along with it. I'm like, okay. But that's going to make you guys happy. I will drop my broken stick <laughs> off to the side. There's no but more violence. Did you notice or, or watching it subsequently? Did you notice that like they said weapon like a way that you're trained to say it in protests? Like they, yeah. they, they were all they very wanted good at a this. cop to roll up and shoot me in the Absolutely. face. Yeah. Everybody like, get down. He's got a stick. Yeah, he's got a weapon. He's got a weapon. They were hoping that a security guard was around would go. Well, I hear that trigger <laughs> phrase and that guy's dead. Uh, as people have pointed out, I mean, if you reverse this situation and, you know, you had, I, I don't know, a, a black gentleman, a trans gentleman mm-hmm. and somebody's broke their sign and everybody goes, she, they, she's got a weapon. He's got a weapon. Oh, my God. Would that Ooh. be on the national news circuit? Yeah, you're trying Absolutely. to get a guy killed, theoretically. <laughs> Am I wrong? So, I mean, you said you do comedy and you've got a show. So you're out there publicly um, and you've dealt with I assume you've dealt with less than stellar crowds. I don't know if you've dealt with this before, but at any time, are you nervous, especially when that when that person was uh, saying repent MF and like in your face with a tambourine? I get nervous when the violence starts getting like there. Yes, I get nervous of I've seen videos of guys, you know, will run up behind you, will knock you on your feet. Yeah. My buddy Dick. I mean, there's no video of it right now. We actually have a guy who thankfully recorded it. He got knocked to the pavement. He cracked his head on the pavement. No. He was he holding okay? his sign. Somebody came in, knocked his feet out from under him. He hit his head hard Ouch. to the point where I was like, dude, do we got to go? He's like, if I have a concussion, I'll figure it out in about two or three minutes. Oh, so, yeah, we did. At that point, yeah, we're a little bit worried. Like me and him are watching each other's back at this point. And he's a bigger guy. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, that guy works out. I'm like, all right, well, you're supposed to have my back. You're not supposed to be the one falling down. Um. So, yeah, you do you do get nervous in terms of there's some guys who, you know, you think there's rules to a protest. Like, hey, man, we all have free speech. We're all making ourselves heard. And there's a line we don't cross where we don't assault each other. But, yeah, he got assaulted uh, on the way out. I mean, Antifa chased us a little bit. We were like, I don't know what these guys want. Let's just get in the car. They're running towards us. I'm like, let's just go. 
Uh, yeah, you get a little bit nervous. And I've been, I've encountered, you know, Antifa throwing stuff at me, uh, you know, push. At one point, I had a, a little outfit in one of my videos where I was selling peanuts at an Antifa rally. And they, they ripped the little American flags off my costume and set them on fire in front of me. And I'm like, oh, fire has entered into this now. That's fun. That's not scary at all. That's anti-fascist. Fire. Yes. Holy Lord. It's absolutely uh, anti-fascist. Yes. Yeah, but they're the anti—they're the good guys, right? Because they're called anti-fascists. I, I get it. Okay. You know, I think one of the things that really resonated watching this today, Vito, is that yeah. you you just kept such good humor. You're obviously not a, an agitator. You're not a guy who goes and f's with people. It seems you had such good humor when you <laughs> when you finished saying they took my stick. They took my. Stick. <laughs> you really have to put things in perspective i mean if you lose your mind if you start yelling i mean let's be honest i'm a comedian i'm there to be funny if i yeah. start you know yelling you took my sign and fighting with them there's no joke the joke is on them yeah. i mean i hate to say it but when you rip my my stick out of my hands and start breaking it i go i could not ask you for better footage sir i couldn't <laughs> i could not pay you money to get footage this good of a guy going i like jokes and you're so mad that you start breaking his things in front of him and trying to get him shot for holding a weapon. <laughs> so I have to go into it. and I have to go, listen, man, I'm just here to get some footage. I have a YouTube channel. It's kind of funny. OK, I support Dave Chappelle. We're having a little, you know, a little bit of free speech argument, whatever. But yeah, you got to you got to not let it get to you. you. You can't get. I don't know. I mean, clearly, they're very emotionally invested in this issue. And of course, my opinion is, guys, it's jokes. You got to let some of this stuff go you, again. You're out here fighting, breaking stuff. Yeah. Trying to start physical altercations because of a comedy special. You understand <laughs> how ridiculous that is. Right. And so, yeah. And also it you can tell because they to me look like absolutely angry psychotics. And you could look at them and you say, wait a second. These aren't the kind of people who can measure comedy. These are humorless, angry people. Comedy has been on a weird decline and you meet a lot of guys in comedy, especially in L.A., who uh, I, don't, I don't know the best way to say it. Checked all the right boxes, mm. you know, fit into a certain demographic, what they were looking higher and the stories they wanted to tell. And I'm out here, a loud Italian fat guy who uh, I don't know. I'm yeah, I'm not the most politically correct guy out here, but I like to think that the comedy I make is pretty funny. So that's kind of the ideological divide is you have these guys who are working for Netflix who, you know, I don't know, maybe they're the greatest writers in the world. Right. Or maybe they got hired because, again, eh, we got to hire a couple of these guys, right. a couple of these guys, whatever else. And they see me and they're like, yeah, another one, another <laughs> one of these big fat white. We got enough fat white guys working in Hollywood, making our comedy. I hate this guy. I don't know. I think I represent everything they don't like. And I, I, I hate that. I, I like Netflix. I have a Netflix yep. subscription. I would love for them to give me a job. I got some great projects for them, but I understand <laughs> that I'm not the hiring demographic these days. So what can I do? I make comedy on the Internet. So, it works for me. Are you afraid or do you expect these guys to show up at gigs? Uh, We'll see. I don't know if they're that organized. Mm. Uh, We'll see. I mean, it really depends on whether or not. Here's the thing. If they show up at gigs, it's like I always say, I'm like, who looks better in a situation? The dumb fat man or the guys yelling at the dumb fat man. Like, I'm just an idiot. If you come by and yell at me, I'm going to go. Yeah. OK, like you're going to look like the idiot because I'm just here like, I don't know. I don't know nothing about nothing. Like 
That's what all my videos are. It's like once you start screaming at a guy who shows up and looks like a clueless moron, like you're the bad guy in that situation. So I, I welcome it. Antifa, come on along. Interrupt my set. I'll just stand there. I don't know. I'll apologize. I'll apologize. I'm sorry. I don't know what I did. I'm sorry. I just like jokes. I just like Dave. Hey, Vito, I got to thank you so much for coming on, man. We are. I'm thrilled. I can't. uh, Don't forget us, by the way. Once you go on with Gutfeld and Tucker and we'll see around the world. Have me. Remember, remember us on the East Coast, Vito, the little guys as well. Solidarity East Coast. I'm from Massachusetts. You are. That's where we are. That's where we are. Where are you guys in Massachusetts? We're near Newburyport. Where are you from? Amherst. Amherst. Oh. The liberal hellhole oh, yeah. of the world. You're not welcome back there anymore. The- <laughs> no, I'm not. Boy, they kicked me out of that town a while ago, and I ain't going back. I tell you what. Awesome. Congrats, man. <laughs> Best to you and your uh, partner, too. Absolutely. Again, biggestproblem.show. Check out our podcast, and you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash veto. Here, here. So there you go. There's the man. I think it's awesome that he joined us. I think it's I'm fantastic. Thrilled. I'm so thrilled. He was so funny and cool and just totally normal. Because you always get nervous when a video of somebody goes viral that when you find out who it is, it's going to be like a crazy person. Like oh, the, yeah. the internet milkshake duck phenomenon where like somebody goes viral and then it turns out they've been like making terrible racist comments on Reddit or something. You know, like there's a problem with them once they've surfaced. But no, he's fantastic. He was so normal, so cool, so funny. I really enjoyed talking to him. So I think that this is this to me is a. It's I don't know if it's a watershed moment anymore because you never know because they're they're the nothing ever turns off there's always new content mm-hmm. cycling around the world. But the just the the visuals of him there in with good humor, not being hateful, not shouting. I mean, not shouting. He was joyfully declaring, I guess, that he likes yeah. things, and then being set upon. By these miserable, <laughs> miserable people. It makes me think of a couple things. One, I guess I kind of said this to him, but what the hell are these people doing anywhere near comedy and content yeah. that's supposed to be funny? Like, they are miserable. They should, I hopefully, they're not anywhere. They can't be in anything creative. There's no way. <laughs> you can't be that horribly miserable. You can't find a sign that says, I like Dave and need to force it from a guy with your brute strength. Yeah, but I don't know if the people that had the actual confrontation with him were actually Netflix employees or if they were, like, just other people. Because, mm. like, I don't know, the AFL-CIO put out the bat signal, too. The president said, sending support to Netflix employees, especially right. those in the trans resources group, walking out today for human rights, dignity, and respect on the job. It's time for Netflix to listen to its LGBTQ plus employees and live up to its standards of radical transparency. So, like, the unions put out stuff. I'm sure all the, like, different groups did they put out like with the date and time when to show up the AFL-CIO did so like everybody I'm sure there were all kinds of people there I don't know if there were if it was actually all Netflix employees but this is this is really forcing yes uh hold on can you fill for a second Sure. Um, So, I mean, like all these things, they try and like mush them together into one issue. And so you saw that in our conversation with him, too, how he's saying, like, I'm a liberal. I just like don't want to see Dave Chappelle get banned. I'm a fan of comedy. I don't think political correctness like belongs in the liberal movement. But the way that 
you know, the way that they build their coalition is they lump everything together, like trans rights and racial equality and, you know, the AFL-CIO for some reason, most of whose members probably like Dave Chappelle and think he's funny, <laughs> you know, like, I, but that's like what the left does is they like put together all these disparate groups with like very different priorities. So you see somebody like a Joe Manchin, who's part of a Democratic Party that, you know, doesn't share priorities with a lot of his party mates in Congress, you know, and, and it's causing them issues that right. they've tried to glue together groups that don't work together. But it also, and this is the, the silver lining, I think, of all of this that's been happening, mm-hmm. is these free speech people, uh, these anti-speech people. Right. Is that it's put us and Vito, who are probably, if he's a liberal, we're probably, you know, a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And Dave Chappelle, who politically I think I've been very different than. Although you both liked Andrew Yang, so. Oh, did he like Yang too? Okay. Yeah, he did phone calls yeah. for Yang. Well, Yang is the epitome, actually. Mm-hmm. There's the epitome of... It's we're creating groups of people who otherwise wouldn't have probably mm-hmm. hung out, known and, and talked. Right. You know, and in, in this case, talking to Vito, we just want to hear comedians because laughing is healthy and fun and we want them to be able to do their thing. And Vito's a comedian. And, you know, it's it's very simple. This is a brotherhood and sisterhood of a, a very uh, simple, unique principle. And that is free speech is good. That's it. And you you don't bully people, shut them down, or ban them, or ruin their livelihoods because you've decided that free speech is literal, uh, you know... Uh, is actually harm. killing trans yes. people. Or whatever, yeah, or whatever people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, I, I last year at this time, if you had told me that in the time of trying to amplify black voices, we were a huge mob of mostly white people were demanding that somebody's uh, work product, their voice and their creation be stifled, then I would say that would have been considered problematic last year. But mm-hmm. uh, but somehow we've out intersectionality They've lost all his intersectionality points because the trans people are more victim to, to victimized by speech than... Black people and the legacy of all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not allowed. We can't have anything that's you know just. We can't say we want more black voices if the black voices aren't going to say what we want them to say and follow our uh, talking points that we need them to talk. And I mean, there's the people that have been mad about Dave Chappelle. Most of them aren't very funny. Like Hannah Gadsby's been really mad about the Dave Chappelle special. Right, she's not funny. She's not. She's yeah. a she's a she's a morose TED talker. All right, so so uh, should we do some housekeeping? Get re- get to the other stuff too, or is that yeah? It? Let's do a couple things. Okay, so uh, also Alice. Happy International reason- Pronouns Day, by the way. Oh, that's right. The Secretary of State tweeted that out. Just so you know, just so you know, the world is that we're really serious as a country now. That our government is serious. Yep, the State Department tweeted out today. On International Pronouns Day, we share why many people list pronouns on their email and social media profiles. Read more here. And they tweeted us a link, a government website link about uh, how we should put our pronouns on our social media. It's becoming increasingly common for people to share their pronouns. 
These pronouns include gender neutral, they, them, theirs. Words that traditionally refer to a plural number, but today are used by some individuals who identify as gender non-binary or prefer not to share gender information. Other pronouns include feminine she, her, hers, and masculine he, him, his. I think those ones most of us are familiar with. Some people are pioneering gender neutral pro- pronouns such as Z, Zer, and Zers. Good. Thank goodness. Thank you, Tony Blinken. Thank you. Good to see you're on the job. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I'm glad they're doing that while China's testing their well, once again, super it goes nuclear back weapons to the, or whatever. That's the lesson, right? Is that the symbolism is the priority with this administration. Mm-hmm. All firsts in all symbolic gestures. And the, the world pro- That's insane. There's no such thing as pronouns. This well, is there crazy are talks. This, th- there, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the idea it, that we should all put it on our emails is insane behavior. Well, certainly, but for the Secretary of State, that's supposedly an important job. But for this to be such a priority, this is nuts. Mm-hmm. Nuts. To, for, for us to be declaring, the uh, uh, HHS declaring that Rachel Levine is the first woman of that job to get the job, this is psychotic behavior psychotic there have to be democrats who know this who are in there saying wait a second and it's just it's not a viewpoint that's compatible with other people's lives right like because i mean like i guess we can call rachel levine the first woman four-star admiral or whatever we're calling rachel levine but like in sports it matters in the mma it matters people don't want to be beat up women don't want to get beat up by men mm. women don't want to be beat by men in sports you know the women don't want to be photographed by men in bathrooms the, and even i mean even something as little to, as the pronouns like oh it's offensive to them if we don't all put pronouns in our email signer signature well it's offensive to me the idea that i have to tell you that i'm a she because you can't tell I'm sorry, is that not offensive? Because I remember the first time I like had a conversation like that. I mean, I see, I have lots of like super liberal friends, but you know, so the, I was like aware of this pronoun stuff for a long time. And, you know, somebody who's like a righty once asked me like, well, what are you supposed to say if you're like genuinely not sure if someone's like a man or a woman? What are you supposed to ask? And I said, you're supposed to ask them like what pronouns they use. What are their preferred pronouns? Or actually, now you're not even supposed to say preferred because that implies that it's a preference and not like written in stone. Um, So but you're supposed to ask them what their pronouns are. And that's like not offensive. And they were like, well, but if I'm just a guy and somebody asked me what my pronouns are, I would be pretty offended. <laughs> like, I mean, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. If you were somewhere, like, especially before all this stuff happened, if you were, like, you know, at a job fair and they were like, and what are your pronouns? Like, implying that they can't tell. Isn't that, like, rude to people who believe that they can be identified as one of the two main genders? Yes, of course. <laughs> so it's like not it's somebody asking me to identify my pronouns is offensive to me. So you can tell me that we should just all do it and normalize it all day long. But like that's offensive to other people. You know, so you're not going to win. If you want to go around saying what your pronouns are, that's fine with me, but don't expect me to do it. That's crazy. But like we already know people. Someone had been telling us that um that like his job's HR had emailed everyone to oh yes to suggest to suggest that they start to put pronouns in their email signatures you know just as a matter of whatever showing solidarity or making it convenient making the trans people not stick out 
you know, because that's really the idea is they don't want people to be able to tell who's <laughs> trans and who's not because they have a constant fear that people can tell that they're a trans person. Like, and then people, then they'll want to kill them. Well, yeah. A- and just, I mean, they're in general insecurities and stuff i mean because this is like a mental disorder right mm-hmm. like so like look at the drive-through trans person who like got in the fight i forget the sonic drive-through right so she's in the drive-through like she created a whole problem and issue because she was freaking out that somebody would think she was trans like right. how did you know i was a man like it could have been somebody else's card what do you know could have been somebody sitting in the back seat whose card it was i could have stolen the card you don't know like but they're they're upset and worried and concerned that people might think that right they're you know a trans person so they're they want everybody to be doing pronouns in the email signature to like throw people off you know because then you can like they it's not enough for them to be able to let you know what pronouns they want to be referred to as. They want everybody to also do that so that nobody can guess who's trans and who's not. Right. All right, Alice, you did a good job of, of protecting free speech and, and wanting to preserve the work of a very talented um, uh, artist in this country. I did. Now it's time for you to repeat what you said earlier as you were laughing, going scorched earth on members of the WNBA. Alice, you sent me the video of the parade. You know, they're the champions, the Chicago Fire. It was Fire. a very nice parade. Chicago, I think they're the, are they the Chicago Fire. Maybe that's the best with the football team. That sounds uh, the, right. The soccer team. And Chicago Sky, maybe? Uh, yeah. Anyway, they're the champions of the WNBA. And they dared to enjoy their championship. And there was a loving... A uh, news wrap on their championship. I'm excited for Chicago. Very excited for Chicago. Chicago Sky. Why? A little bit because women, women come so far. They work so hard. They put in sweat, blood, and tears just like the men do. But you know what? The women had to carry Chicago this time, baby. And for the women in sports, who plays basketball? These women are playing, you know, playing their butts off and in- inspiring and empowering you know, the next generation. So this is awesome. For young girls who see themselves and the players on the court, this is not just a ball game. This is inspiration. Being from Chicago, seeing them win just puts a lot of confidence in the city and definitely in me because this is something I want to be when I grow up. So So we're going to see you out there one day? Yes. Yes. Awesome. What's your problem, bully? <laughs> I am a bully, I guess. Um, so anyway, well, first of all, there's all these videos of the the crowds for the whatever. Like, is it? They're not duck boats, right? In, in those no, they're, they're, they're like boat buses. things or bus things. Yeah. Um, for the parade, um, and uh, the throngs lining the street were, I would say, <laughs> non-existent. <laughs> Um, they were sparse. Maybe it's, maybe actually, it's cold out there. Or something. To be honest, for Michigan Avenue on a weekday, it actually was like less busy <laughs> People than usual. Fled. Yeah. Um, it was um really really empty. So, but that's cool. We can all like play pretend that they're in a big parade. Um, 
and you know there were there were actually a bunch of people in Millennium Park, but I think that's because they're like Chance the Rapper was there for the rally and stuff. So there there were some other draws going on, um, but like so I just thought it was interesting like these little news wraps where they're asking like the man in the street questions because. I mean, so we've had a few championship parades here in Boston. Mm-hmm. And usually, like, when the reporters are out there talking to the people in the crowds, like, what kinds of questions do they normally ask them? Uh, they ask him, uh, what did you think of the the win this year? How's it? Who's your favorite player? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. Everybody's so drunk, usually. It's, it's, it's much. <laughs> I'm not saying. But... <laughs> I guess what I found so striking is, like, the complete, like, just condescension about the women's team. They're like, wow, it's so empowering. Look at the little girls can see girls win, too. It's amazing. Like, just the way they asked the question and the way that the people answered the questions absolutely, to me, demonstrates that everybody thinks this is, like, a participation trophy. Like... (laughs) Just runner-up prize, the whole WNBA thing. Because if you you would never ask kids a question like that. Like, is it inspiring for you to see women win too? Women play just as hard as boys. Like, what? I mean, you wouldn't ask people questions like that about the Patriots. Did Tom Brady try really hard? Like, it's so like, it's just infantilizing and weird. I found it weird, and I found it like the same. Like I've talked on this show before about how I find the whole like girl power feminist stuff that they sell to girls, like the girls rule the world, and like girls can be anything. Like T-shirts, like you only make a T-shirt like that if you don't really think it's true. Like you only ask people questions like that. Like you would never go to a Patriots championship parade and be like. Do they play just as hard as the Red Sox do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't ask them if they work as hard as somebody else. It's weird. Well, maybe the... Do women play just as hard as men? Maybe the um, suggestion is that they have been kept from being just as good as all the men for so long. Mm -hmm. But they played other women's teams to get the championship. Yes. So it's not like, you know, they've been playing men's teams and they kept losing and now they finally beat all the men. So it's like women's moment in the sun. Like they're just the best of the women's team. A boys high school basketball team would beat them. <laughs> like, no, really. And I mean, they're going to because there's now going to be trans women playing basketball. So we're, I guess we're not going to. The WNBA is going to be just as good as the NBA soon. So I guess, you know. <laughs> actually, depending, depending on the money, the WNBA could be much bigger than the NBA. Depending, actually, I guess it matters where China is on this subject. I don't know that they're going to be <sighs> uh, cool with trans players. So the other thing that happened, I, so you're hating on women. I, you know what? I think it's, I, I, I don't agree. I thought I heard it expressed, and so fine. Maybe she's not fully enlightened, the woman who's excited about the team, whatever. But And she's, she's bought into this construct of this being a feminist victory and new milestones, whatever. But Do you I, think people really went out to see the WNBA championship parade? Or like... Do you think these are just random people that were like leaving a store on Michigan Avenue and they were like, so you're here for the parade. What did you think? And the person's like, am I going to be on TV? And they're like, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, wow, I think it's great. We won the championship. It's awesome. It's an inspiration. So, of girls you know, everywhere. It's funny. it's funny you say that. 
Because, you know, obviously the city had to play along and say, oh, okay, yeah, let's fill out a permit. Yeah, Lori Lightfoot was there and the governor. Yeah, they were like, fill out a permit yeah. um, and we'll pretend that you're having a parade rather than two chartered buses driving. So they had to play along, you know, and Lori Lightfoot, of course, she's running. They the probably place. didn't even have to <clears throat> close the streets. Well, that's what I'm saying is that, you know, if the Bulls had won, then there would have been all of these fences and gates put up, et cetera, mm-hmm. and all sorts of things so to keep the crowds out. I wonder if they tackled with the idea, struggled, and said, should we put the the real championship winning stuff out so it seems like this is a real play? <laughs> or will that draw attention to the fact that nobody's here? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, tough day. <laughs> I don't know, but you're the one. You're the hater. I'm not a hater. I just... I think they're odd questions. I'd I break think, your sign if you were down there. <laughs> I'm not protesting them. I just think it's like everybody has a very odd and demeaning. I think their way of talking about it is more demeaning than me being like, it's okay. The WNBA just isn't as good as NBA. Oh, well, like, that's fine. We also have college basketball is also isn't as good as the NBA. Or, you know, so like, that's okay. As long as we have veto. I like Dave. I like Dave. I like him. I like his jokes. I'm in charge of the protest now. I'm in charge. We'll always have veto. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Black lives Oh, what a day, Alice. What a day. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? I know. Uh, the other thing that we you so, you heard that Ro- Rochelle Walensky said, regardless, once they get the vaxxers out to the kids. And by the way, you should know, I watched way too much of this this morning, that that they're going to mandate vaccines for children, and they're going to use any connection to your child, our children as well, even though they aren't in school anymore. Mm-hmm. They will use sports. They will, camp. They will use camp. They will use um, uh, playgrounds, public areas, anything that our kids have to be uh, aligned with Mm -hmm. or associated with, they will use to corner your kids and make sure they get vaxxed no matter what. These people are going to do it. We know they are. There's no doubt about that. So, Mm -hmm. but even so with that, um, Walensky said that that everybody's got to stay masked through the winter because we know that the cases rise. Oh, God. So we know that's going to happen. And this is insanity insanity these people are bleeping nuts yeah it's crazy i mean like what are they gonna do if they're stop being covid cases well there's another variant you mentioned the a n z two poor the delta sub variant yeah there's a delta sub variant out there so mm-hmm. everybody's gotta stay well there's no indications that it's uh any more virulent and it, as yet no indications of immune escape i think we so need to take I think a- out of a out of a um abundance of caution yes we, we have to uh, make sure that Good. we don't that we don't enjoy a mass Fauci also time. misled about a study today that you showed me and you were like what study is he talking about so i looked it up and it was also a trash yeah. study so there's a lot of trash happening but uh, you know what who's not trash Vito. damn right <laughs> why don't you just marry Vito? i might um, anyway, you can find him on Twitter at Vito Jezwaldi. You can find us on Twitter at Tom Shattuck and Alice Shattuck or at Burn Barrel Pod. We're also at Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. Um, you can email us, Cheryl, that's Burn Barrel Podcast at gmail.com. 
or uh, we have a website, burnbarrelpodcast.com. Like Vito, we also have a YouTube channel, Tom Shaddock's Burn Barrel. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.